Hi, how are ya? My name is Bronze Summer Hughes, and I just brewed some tea. So come sit down and get cozy, because I just might have a story for you, because today is all about storytelling. So this podcast isn't just about tea. Well, it's kind of about tea, but it's more about life and I really wanted this to be kind of casual, kind of sit down with a cup of tea and listen for, I don't know, when you want something to listen to, when it's too quiet in the house, because I have grown to really appreciate those kinds of podcasts, especially when I'm trying to relax. So that's what I really want this podcast to be. And normally I will have guests, but I decided that just for today, I would be my own guest. And we are going to talk about something that means a lot to me, storytelling and all of its various forms. Because the thing about storytelling is it's always been with me. It's always been a part of my life. It's always been very, very important to me. And uh, I, I've gone through all its various forms. I wanted to be an author when I was younger. Uh, that went on to be wanting to be an actor. And my current field of study is, I guess, in a way, storytelling, because right now I am studying digital media. So that, I guess, is the tea on today. And the first thing I wanted to talk about is Dungeons and Dragons. It's the, uh, I guess, <laughs> it's the elephant in the room when it comes to storytelling, at least for me right now, because I actually was very unsure of what to do this podcast about. And so I went to my Snapchat and the group chat and Snapchat of all my friends is like, okay, guys, I want to record a podcast today. What should it be about? LOL. Excuse me. And I had a friend be like, Dungeons and Dragons, talk about Dungeons and Dragons, D&D. And so I guess the first segment will be the tea, all about D&D and what it means in terms of storytelling. Now, as you can probably tell by the little profile picture of on the show's little square, I love tea. And I'm not just talking about gossip here. And while I do love that kind of hot tea, I'm talking about a different kind of hot tea. This is my tea of the day segment, which is the tea I'm loving, the tea I'm drinking, the tea I'm brewing. And the tea I'm drinking today is called Lavender Sunrise from the Fava Tea Company. Uh, not sponsored, but I wish they were. So Fava Tea Company, if you ever listen to this, please, please sponsor me. I, I love your tea so much. But Lavender Sunrise is a green tea with uh, lemongrass and lavender blossoms, and it's very, very delicious. It's very bright, very fruity, and so I thought, what better tea to start this show off with than a sunrise? Because a sunrise starts a brand new day, and I like... And like the title, I like the title of Lavender Sunrise on a brand new podcast. So very, very brand new starts and brand new beginnings and all of that. But this tea really is delicious. So, yeah. So Dungeons and Dragons. 
it wasn't my first peek into storytelling. That would go to creative writing itself, but Dungeons and Dragons combines some of the best elements of storytelling, and those are creative writing and world building and acting, and it adds a really great community aspect to Dungeons and Dragons. Now, my uncle was a D&D nerd, so to speak, and so I, uh, when I started D&D, I had gotten a bunch of stuff from him, I had gotten a starter kit, I had gotten a couple of his old D&D books, and I was like, oh yeah, let's do D&D, and I had a birthday party where we all played Dungeons and Dragons, and it was just a giant meme fest for an hour. <laughs> Nobody had serious character, or quote-unquote serious characters, and there wasn't a defined storyline. We were just going off of one of the, what the starter kit gave us, and we were having a ton of fun, and I, I feel like that's very important with storytelling, that you are having fun and your audience is having fun, so I hope you all are having fun, and uh, yeah. And then I started watching a little show called Critical Role. And that kind of rhymed, which is good. But, uh, and uh, so I started watching that and I really got inspired to start my own serious campaign. And I did. And that is a little campaign called Chronicles of the Crimson Hand, which is about a group of criminals going on adventures, fighting slavers, uh, kicking butt and taking names, and uh, yeah, and it's been going great. Uh, to all my players out there who are probably listening to this, hi, I see you, hello, how are you? And um, to all of uh, non-players of D&D out there, I highly recommend you play. It's more than just a game. It's, I'm not gonna say it's a way of life because that's real cheesy, but it's a, um, it's an event. I will tell you that much. It's an event that you will never regret. And uh, between all the dice rolls and the collaboration, you really will build this new world and this new community of a story. And I really like that because despite what they say about the hero's journey and every story is the same, it's all just the hero's journey. It, every story may take elements from that, but not every story is the same. Not every story has the same experiences. Not every writer uses the same tropes, or they don't always use the trope the same way. Which I always find the best part of storytelling. And, you know, in regards to D&D, I think the most obvious element is the theatrical side of it. But you don't have to be an actor to play D&D, &D, though it does help. So if you want to get into D&D, &D, I recommend uh, going to an improv class because that's what D&D &D is. It's improv with dice rolls and uh, elves. And it's not always elves, though. Sometimes it's half-orcs or tieflings, which is 
my favorite class, not class, race, uh, my favorite class is Bard, which is probably very obvious for obvious reasons, but yeah, and in regards to theater, I love it. Uh, I've always, I love theater, always have, always will. Um, I was in theater in high school, always loved it. Uh, three out of four years of high school, I was in theater and I have a lot of fun stories from theater. One of which I fell off of a box and bruised my hip while I was playing the head knight of knee in Monty Python's Spamalot, and that's a story for another time, but it's really a community. Both D&D and theater are both communities, and I love storytelling in regards to building a community and sitting around the fire and telling the children fables of how to be good people and how to um how to handle hardships in life and i believe that's what a good story should do a good story should give you things to take away with you like um i'm going to use romeo and juliet for example and while as cheesy an example it may be it gives you these two children because that's really what they are they're teenagers they're practically children juliet is 13 in the original but these two children want to be themselves so much but they can't go to their parents uh for fear of uh for fear of punishment for fear of just being disgraced which as somebody who's in the lgbt community that kind of resonates with me as a coming out story even though romeo and juliet is a heterosexual relationship it can still be applied to people who are like i could never come out and then they keep that inside and it destroys them and I really think that is something that it is a story that should be told. Like, um, and that why it's so important to find your community and how storytelling can help you find who you are and your community. Um, so yeah, that's... A lot I and mean, that's kind of heavy to take in but it's important nonetheless and I don't want to be afraid of getting serious on this show because we're going to be talking with some yes and like I said in the show description I want to take away new philosophies on life and I want to take away and I want myself to take away and I want you to take away important messages and important uh, facts of life, perspectives on life that you may not have heard before. And so that's, I guess, what I really want from this podcast. 
So as I'm talking here, I'm realizing that I am out of tea and that makes me very, very sad. So we are going to take a quick break and I will see you afterwards. So don't you go anywhere because I still have things I need to tell you. So we will be right back after these messages. And you know, uh, storytelling dates back for as long as there have been humans. There's been storytelling and uh, mythology and world mythologies and explanations for things and talking about uh, why you shouldn't eat that berry from that bush over there or why uh, the sky is blue or why we're even on Earth at all. How we got here as a species, as a planet. Uh, which now is usually science, Big Bang, uh, evolution, things like that. And, uh, but it used to be like, uh, Zeus sculpted us out of clay and Prometheus gave us fire and, uh, stuff like that. And I love mythology. I was in a mythology class when I was in high school. Yes, big old nerd. Um, I love... Greek pantheon, Roman pantheon, every pantheon imaginable. I love them all, love them all so much. And um, one of one of the myths I think about a lot is the myth of Hades and Persephone and how it's changed over the years from Hades took her away and snatched her up and sent her to the underworld where he tricked her into eating a grapefruit not a grapefruit, <laughs> a uh, pomegranate. There we go. I'm thinking of different fruits. I'm a wild fruit, lol, and um, things like that. And how it's evolved to Persephone found the underworld and she thought it was really interesting and she thought it was cool and she fell in love with uh, Hades and ate the pomegranate willingly. Uh, six months of winter, winter, yada, yada, yada. And it went from a story where a woman doesn't have a lot of choice to a story where a woman has all the choice. Um, and I always love how myths evolve and change and things get added or things get taken out because it is all literally word of mouth unless it was written down but it used to literally all be word of mouth that's how myths got around and uh how myths evolved and how greek gods changed and evolved and i really that's something i love a whole lot and you know in a way gossip is modern mythology about people and i always i always think that's an interesting take that i spent a long time thinking about because usually <laughs> gossip is not true uh actually a lot of the time uh and usually gossip is from curiosity because humans naturally are curious creatures and humans i guess in a crave, in my interpretation, in a crave for social interaction, want to know. It's a combination of the want of social interaction and the want of knowledge, and those things come together. Come together, and we come up with myths or lies or little white lies, and 
a lot of the time it's not good like I while it's gossip is interesting I don't go around spreading it because I'm not that type of person and I know how gossip can be truly hurtful uh truly truly hurtful and not just little white lies of oh I saw Bethany picking her nose in the corner and wiping it on the wall which is gross but it's also none of that person's business to be injecting themselves into the narrative and in that way storytelling can both be a force of good and a force of evil because when somebody's reputation is tarnished it's a long long road to get it back to where it once was and it's never going to be as shiny as it once was so it's very storytelling walks a very fine line between well i guess everything walks a fine line between good and evil it's all about what people do with it it's all about how people take things and how people change things and how people um alter i guess their own realities sometimes.